listening to the Brew Time Podcast and I'm your host Fiona. Today on the podcast I'm talking about how to blog when you don't have a website. So grab yourself a brew and we'll get right into it. Hey, so today I want to chat about how you would do a blog or create a blog when you don't have a website. Um, first of all, I want to say like why you might want to have a blog before you've got a website and the ways in which you can do it so it could be because you've got a new business and your website isn't built yet that happens quite often um it may be that you get your clients through referrals and so you've not really seen a purpose or need for a website or it might be that um you've found a social media platform does the job for you or you've gone with a sort of third party kind of website that you know holds your information for you and so you've not really seen the the value in having your own website so whatever reason it is that you may not have a website there are certainly ways that you can blog without using a website and if you're sat there thinking but I've got a website and I want my blog on there. Listen anyway, because they are some things you can do from this episode that will mean that you can repurpose your blog on other platforms, and that will help. So, the first way you can blog without using your website is to use something like LinkedIn. So, LinkedIn allows you to write articles on there and share them, and they work pretty much in exactly the same way as a blog. So you don't necessarily need to have your own website, you can just use your LinkedIn profile. The benefits of this are that you're going, you're more, you're closer to your ideal clients and so they get to see what you've written and what you're you're an expert in and what you've got to say about things, which is great. And you, you can, you put in it right in front of them and LinkedIn, they like it when you've got native content on the channel. So if you do have a blog on your website, LinkedIn's one of those places where you can put like your best work on there and then you can add them as highlights on your profile as well. So people can go in and when they look at your profile, they can be taken straight to the best bits of content where you talk about what it is you do and what you're an expert in. So there's that. I would say be careful doing this if that's your only you know that that's your only place that you're putting out content because LinkedIn can change the rules at any time and there's not very much you can do about it and that's the same truth for any of these options that I'm talking about if you don't have a website or you want some other places to build um to build your content um, the second option you've got is to use something like Medium. Now, if you've not heard of Medium before, it's a magazine style. You, you've got free blogs and articles on there and you've got ones that are hidden behind a paywall. So you could make some money from there. Um, it can get picked up by other publications and you can reach a wider audience. Now, Medium's been quite established for a while and... 
my experience on there is it's great, but you're not. There'll, there'll be lots of articles you'll read about how I made six figures from writing on Medium, and I'm sure some people do do that. But my goodness, that that just seems like a full time job of. I don't know. It just seems exhausting. What it reminds me of is um, when you first went on so like blogger.com and people were just writing for the sake of writing without any purpose in it and it feels a bit more like if you follow lots of people lots of people will follow you back and read your stuff and then you might get three pence for it um i'm sure there's people out there who are experts in how to make money from medium go listen to their podcasts because i am not one of them but if you wanted to build some content on a place where you're waiting for your website to be built or you're wanting to put your blog content out there and reach a wider audience, Medium's a, a nice way to do it um, if it's part of your strategy. Invest the time in it if it is part of your strategy. If it's not, then you know it's a nice, nice place to just store a few key pieces so the other way you can blog without having a website and without using a third-party platform like social media or medium is to go through something like substack Uh, substack is a place where you can store newsletters now I quite like this um, and there are other places you can do this and there's other ways you can do this so if you haven't yet got a website but you're a startup or you're a new business and you're just at that early stages of building your audience this is kind of a neat way to do it so all you would do is build your landing page or you can create a landing page on something like lead pages and there's a few others so that you, you don't necessarily need a website um, and give people a reason to sign up to your newsletter. So if you use a service like Substack, they have all this included. By the way, I'm not sponsored by Substack. I just really like the platform. Um, you could do it with MailChimp for free. They have landing pages built in. MailerLite do too. In fact, most of the email marketing uh, systems do. But on Substack, you kind of get your own microsite and it is built for sort of magazine style newsletters. So if you're wanting to blog about your business and build that audience and that community, this is a neat way to do it because you can make your newsletters your blogs and you are owning the audience okay it's not built on a site that you own and if you use MailChimp or Substack or MailerLite or ActiveCampaign or any of these things again they can pull the rug out whenever you want but at least you've got a database there and you could move it somewhere else at least you've got something that's yours So whatever stage you are at in your business, there's ways and means around using things while you're waiting for your website to be built that work and that you take ownership of, that you are creating something and you're creating the audience community. Now, the reason I really like this third way is because 
if you're building your business, you need to build that mailing list anyway. You need to build that database of leads, of people who are interested in what it is you do. And this kind of does two things all at once. And you could, of course, use third-party platforms to repurpose the content, to let people know that it's there, use it with your social media. But if you've not got a website or you've not got somewhere to blog or create this content, then you can do it on there. Now, you might be sat there thinking, that's great, so why am I bothering to blog on my website then? Why don't I just cut, cut through and go do that? The best place to build content and to build your content marketing strategy will always be your website because you own it and it is yours and you control it. And putting blog content on there will bring traffic to your website. So whatever you're doing, if you're sending people to LinkedIn, to Medium, to other blogging sites, to Substack or MailChimp landing pages, you're sending them to someone else's business to, to do that stuff. And it's great while you're starting out or you're building something. But if you've got people coming to your site to do this, to your home or your shop, your shop fronts, them coming to see what you, what you are and what you do, that is way better than um, sending them somewhere else. Think of it like, um, so I used to run a hand dyed yarn company and I didn't have a physical shop. So I used to go to shows and markets to sell my products. So I would encourage the footfall, my customers, to go and support these marks. So they'd pay some entrance fee to get in. They'd go shop with some other, um, some, some other businesses. And customers from other businesses would end up becoming my customers. And it's great. It's a bit like Etsy, really. It's like an in-person Etsy. Um, but I didn't have a shop to direct footfall to. But if I did have a shop, then all the people would be coming to me because that's what they wanted to buy. That's what they were interested in. They wouldn't have to give money to someone else. They wouldn't have to walk past my competitors and see what they were doing and see what else is out there. They'd be going directly to the thing that they want. And your website's a little bit like that. It's your shop. And if you've not got your website or you're not putting your content marketing strategy into your website, you're not building those blogs and trying to get the footfall to your website, you're sending it elsewhere, then you're kind of like you're sending it to a marketplace and they might get distracted by other things. So there's that danger there. It's good if this is the thing you need to build right now. Don't let that put you off. It's better to build than to do not build. But yeah, it's it's yeah, it's essentially the marketplace. And I've got lots of things to say on things like Etsy, but I that's a whole other show. So I hope you found that helpful. If you're in startup, or you're in new business, or you're thinking about how you're gonna do this when you've not got a website, I hope this made you feel a bit better that it is possible, there are options, and there are things to do while you're waiting to get to that point where you have your website. There's plenty of stuff you can do. If you've already got a website and your blogs are on there, please use these ideas 
to repurpose and try reach a wider audience. Don't make it your full energy focus. Make it a thing you do as part of a wider like toolkit of things you do. And yeah, that's it for this week. It's uh, it's been slightly slight. I'd say this more so it's been slightly longer than a brew brew drinking amount of time but not too much longer and I will see you next week. Bye.